0: Hello, everyone. I just wanted to really thank Dr. Vaughn for her contribution and for sharing and giving her time. It was a great testimonial, um, wonderful, wonderful um, experience, and I hope it it helps and motivates everyone, and I'm sure it will. Uh, Thanks again, Dr. Vaughn, for everything. Hello, Argosy University. I believe I'm speaking to the financial management class, and your professor is Mr. Jacob. Akpan. I believe I I pronounced his last name right, but if I did not, please forgive me. My name is Dr. Michelle Vaughn, and I am so excited uh, to be a part of your learning process. Uh, I was asked by your professor to answer a couple of questions uh, that could possibly help you as you navigate your way through this particular course. Uh, Hopefully, you will be able to glean a couple of nuggets um, from my answers uh, when I begin to uh, Uh, elaborate on where I am today and how I develop my own business So my personal background consists of uh, me being a former track and field athlete. Uh, I originally uh, graduated from high school and I went to college on a full track scholarship. Uh, Like any other athlete that has aspirations, I mean, you could not tell me that I was not going to make it to the Olympics. (laughs) I thought that I would be at least a pre-Olympic trial in the long jump. But how many of you know that you win and lose? by the decisions you make in your life and so here I was I was a freshman in college and I uh, qualified to go to the national junior um, uh, competitions uh, and I placed fifth so I did really well my, my freshman year but my sophomore year in college Um, was a year that uh, my character did not match my athletic skill level. And uh, that was a year where my decision-making was off. My decision-making did not line up with uh, some of the goals that I had in mind. And so here I was, I was 19 and pregnant, and I lost my full-track scholarship. I had to come back home, which is a small... uh, uh, area in which I stayed, which is outside of Chicago, but I I came back home, and I was very ashamed. Uh, I felt depressed, and I really did not know my purpose um, outside of track and field, Uh, so this was a, a down moment for me. And uh, I really believe that in life, um, in order for anyone to be successful, you have to know what it feels like to experience the trenches in your life uh, in order to appreciate the mountain climbing. Uh, So here I was, just a little bit about me, um, 19 years old, I'm pregnant, I'm suicidal, I'm depressed. I'm lost, etc, and I really don't have a clear vision for for my future. uh long story short, I had my first son i I got married uh at a young age, and we tried to turn our lemons into lemonade. Uh, we didn't quite uh know what marriage uh would look like for us, but we tried and married for four years, and we had two sons together which I call my blessings. They're my angels. Uh, And after uh, four years of marriage, uh, I divorced at 23. So imagine, here I am. I'm a single mother, uh, 23 years of age, and I am charged to raise two sons alone. I'm a minority woman, and I don't know what my purpose is. Uh, By this time, uh, the friends that I graduated high school with uh, have already successfully completed their bachelor's degree. They're looking for employment. And here I am struggling, sleeping on an air mattress unemployed broke with no hope <laughs> so uh, this was a, a really a defining moment for me this was my tunnel moment it was dark uh, and I had a conversation uh, with God um, for me personally um, that was the route that I took it was more spiritual and uh, and in that conversation I, I asked uh, what will be my next steps Uh, because one thing I knew is that it hurt to be broke. It hurt to live in poverty. Uh, I'm not not sure if you're aware of the statistics, but in this country, we have uh, 12 million single parents in this country, and 80% of them are mothers, and half of the 80% are living below poverty. Uh, At that time, I was a part of that statistic. Long story short, I heard very clearly, go back to school. Here I am, a young adult, Uh, single mother and I decided to enroll into a community college and when I enrolled into a community college I went full force I laced up my shoes and I said you know what I'm going to do this thing full force my sons deserve better so I enrolled in school uh, took 19 credit hours per semester Uh, I I attained a job. I was working part-time at a fitness center. I earned $7.50 an hour, uh, which was $500 a month, $6,000 a year. I never received child support payment, and uh, I was charged to either pursue my purpose and dig ourselves out of poverty or die in poverty. Uh, My sons did not deserve that, so I decided that this will be my Rocky moment. (laughs) This will be my Rocky Balboa moment. And uh, long story short, uh, with dedication, hard work, and perseverance, I was able to come out of poverty, uh, fast-track it, Uh, I was able to work my way all the way to my Ph.D. I accomplished my Ph.D. in 2012. uh, And besides the accomplishment of my Ph.D., I dug myself out of poverty. I I went from sleeping on air mattress to now owning my own home. Uh, I was able to transition my sons into a nice school district uh, so their education will be quality. And I was also able to obtain three separate promotions Uh, within a fast-track time. So literally, I went from wiping down fitness equipment, earning $7.50 an hour in 2004. January was the last month that I I earned that wage. And four years later, 2008, I became the youngest associate dean in the region of Illinois, working for a two-year community college. Um, I believe that the reason why my life has been so fast-tracked I called it my FedEx experience, is a couple of things. Um, I'm a spiritual person. I believe in faith. And I also believe in hard work and dedication. I also believe in vision casting. I believe that education does not make sense if you do not have a plan for education to work for you. You have to have a plan outside of your degree completion. The reason why you come to your financial management course, you have to be able to answer that. The reason why you're enrolled in Argosy University, which by the way, I'm an alum because I received my doctoral degree from Argosy University. (laughs) So education has to work for you. I believe that as me as a single mother, Looking back on my life, um, overcoming obstacles, uh, living in poverty and and working minimum wage jobs just to uh, put food on the table, it allows me such a great appreciation for where I am today. So literally, um, you're able to uh, learn from someone who know what it's like to not have, uh, someone who know what it's like to uh, work hard for what it is that she desires to have. And now I'm in a position where I'm helping others come out of the same desperation that I once was stuck in. So a little bit about me. And if you want to learn more about who I am, I won't waste your time. uh, Please visit my website at www.drmv.net. Drmv.net. So that's just a little bit about me. Former pregnant teen, uh, overcame poverty worked my way to my PhD, uh, published my first book in 2012. It's called If You Can Birth a Baby, You Can Birth Your Dreams. It's uh, located online, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon.com. Uh, you can purchase my book and, and learn a little bit more about my story, which is targeting teen and single mothers to empower them. Uh, and then uh, I, I went off and I, I started my own, my own business, which I'm going to share with you next. So, how did I start um, my organization? (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Well, a couple of things that my life is currently involved in. Um, I have a nonprofit uh, that I was charged to and challenged uh, internally from myself. Uh, in 2012 to develop. Uh, This is called uh, the Teen and Single Mothers Resource Center. Uh, This was a vision that God gave me when I just defended my dissertation. My dissertation work, uh, I have my uh, doctorate in educational leadership, and my dissertation was qualitative research. Uh, I studied single and teen moms who dropped out of high school and a return back to high school with their child to accomplish their GED. So, you know, like I mentioned before, education has to work for you. You have to be passionate about what it is you're, you're taking the time to intake and learn. And I know for me, serving single mothers, empowering the lives of the least likely to succeed is my passion. I did not want my dissertation to just sit on a shelf, collect dust, and then poke my chest out and say, yeah, add EDD on the end of my name. (laughs) No, I wanted to put work into what it was that, and what it is that continues to concern me, which is single mothers. So in 2012, I, um, Began my nonprofit uh, program uh, and I just began with and, and here's the thing. I did not have the financial Resources to do so so whenever you you begin to see your vision Okay, and you don't have the financial resources at that time That does not mean the vision is on pause It doesn't mean the vision is on pause it means that you have to begin to take an alternative route and think differently what do i mean well i didn't have the money at that time but i began to put my think my wills began to turn in terms of what is the mission of, of, of my nonprofit what is the vision okay the vision casting what are our uh, objectives that are measurable that that people can can look at and say okay that's successful right that's successful right there um, so although I didn't have the the monetary resources at that time notice I keep saying that <laughs> I began to act as if I did so literally One day, one weekend, I literally sat in my bed with my laptop and I drafted the entire business plan. It was just the entire day. And when I did that, it brought my dream into more realistic reality. So I began to hold myself accountable for something that I wrote down and didn't have money to produce at the time. So I wanna encourage you as you are in the business course, some of you are gonna be entrepreneurs, some of you are going to work for very well established corporations, you have to begin with the end in mind. Note that. You really, really do. So, long story short, um, beginning with the end in mind, I established my, uh, I, I was, uh, Got with the company and I invested in my vision. If you're not willing to invest in your vision, you cannot expect others to invest in your vision. I cannot stress that enough. You have to be your first investor, that means you're going to take a loss before you see gain. That's that's just business practice. You will take a loss before you see gain, but don't give up hope because the the, the race is about finishing. It's not about winning. You're not in a competition with your, your neighbor. You are in a competition with yourself. So this is going to require that you finish what you start. You know, many people grow up and say, well, I dreamed of always doing this or I've always wanted to do that. Well, the follow-up question is, well, what's stopping you? How come you've never, well, then some excuses, you know, well, I don't have any money, or I don't know how. Well, we live in a country where there's so many resources. There's so many know-how methods. There's so many opportunities with nothing in your pocket. All it takes is you betting on yourself. (laughs) So here I am, long story short, 2012, I put the pin to the pad and I developed my business proposal for the Teen and Single Mothers Resource Center. And then in 2013, uh, I, I developed my board members. I requested people who I knew were credible, people who had skills in areas that I did not have skills in. And that's another thing. When you're in business, when you are um, uh, pursuing something that you've never done before, you do not want to be the smartest person at the table. You want to include other professionals around you who are stronger in certain areas that you're weak in because you need a balanced approach, right? So my board members consist of women who understand the population that the Teen and Single Mothers Resource Center serve. Three of us have our doctoral degrees, I have an attorney on board, we're all educated, Um, we all understand what it's like uh, to be a single parent, and so we all have different areas of expertise that we bring to the vision. So that was in 2013 when I developed my board, and then I submitted my paperwork to the state of Illinois, I submitted my paperwork to the IRS government for 501c3 status. I took my money out of my paycheck to invest in the dream because a dream is not selfish it was selfless if your dream only involves you students it's a selfish dream your dream has to involve benefiting the lives of others business is all about demand what do people need what do they desire and then you fill in that gap 2014 remember I don't have a lot of money for this vision but I began to reach out into my local community as if we already were funded (laughs) and I tell you when you are passionate about your dream your business your your desire other people can't help but to catch the fire right so I met with a young woman um, who uh, was a president of a particular school and my meeting was involved uh, meeting with her students She asked me where was my office. I told her that I work from home. She said, no more. This is your building. This is your organization center. I give it to you. And she said, I felt God told me to do this for you. Did you hear me? What just happened? In 2012, I didn't have anything. But I began to put my my dream and my vision on, on paper. I developed my business proposal. 2013, I selected my board members. 2014, God gave me a building. I didn't pay a dime. Don't pay anything. (laughs) You have to begin to build and move forward scared. It doesn't matter how many obstacles come before you. If you continue to jump every hurdle, even if you fall over a couple, because remember, You're climbing a mountain that you've never climbed before. So you have to move forward scared, knowing that the closer and closer you move forward, the closer you are to the finish line of the completion of your dream. That's the best advice I could possibly give you. You're not going to have all the answers, students. You're just not going to have them. So you have to move forward scared. To learn more about the Teen and Single Mothers Resource Center, please visit our website www.teamandsinglemom.com That's my non-profit, people. But that's not it. <laughs> I also have a small business. Um, so that's my service. My non-profit is what I feel like I'm called to do. Um, I, I get most satisfaction when I'm sitting in front of a single mother and I see change, right? That's what I do in terms of service, just, just being the best human I can be but I have another business uh, that I recently launched called Lead to Inspire Training Institute. And I have been certified through one of America's most leading leaders, uh, Mr. John C. Maxwell. Not sure if you heard of him, but if you haven't, you're sleeping. He is dynamic, sold over 25 million books all over the world internationally. And I have been trained through his organization. And I developed my own small company. Um, so, literally, I am in the process right now of establishing my leads, meaning that. I am targeting uh, key Fortune 500 companies along with higher ed institutions that um, will allow me and my organization, my institution to come in as a consultant, hire me and my team to provide leadership training to existing staff members. There is a leader within each of us. Everyone has leadership embedded within themselves. And sometimes when you, you, you get hired into these positions, you can grow weary behind the cubicle. Sometimes you forget why you uh, are working at a company. And so what my company is charged to do, we go in and we provide uh, leadership tools that will equip, empower, and inspire staff members to perform at their maximum level. Now that, my people, is where I earn my monetary profit, and that is something I love to do. I I share about my story, and uh, people really like when they can relate to you. Uh, They don't want you to give them the salesman approach. They're human. They want you to be touchable, and they want you to be given the human approach. So that's my small business, Lead to Inspire Training Institute. Um, and the website for thats uh, uh, number is www.lead2inspire.org. Um, that's under construction. It will be up within the next two weeks. Uh, and then I'm not done. I'm also a director uh, for career and externship services for a small uh, uh, higher ed institution uh, called State Career College. Um, this is an institution that focuses on medical assistance, uh, CNA, uh, and dental hygiene assistance. And what I do is I develop uh, contractual uh, contracts with different hospitals uh, smaller uh doctors and physician offices and I provide externship opportunities for our existing student population. I provide job coaching. I prepare our students before the profession, uh getting them ready for their next level in life. Because it's one thing to sit inside of your classroom, take notes, pass test and 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 and, and go through the teaching and learning process, the formal process, but I tell you it's gonna be a whole different story. When you leave that classroom and you step into the real world and you say to the world, here is who I am, believe in my vision, let me, you know, be a part of what it is that you're doing, and the world has to buy into you. It's a different story. So my job is to prepare our students for the real world and create some realistic opportunities for them in terms of their profession. So yeah in a nutshell I'm pretty busy <laughs> I'm still a single mother um, gladly and willfully uh, my two sons are nineteen and 16 uh, my oldest son just completed his first year at Columbia College in Chicago uh, he's a TV producer uh, major and my youngest son is going to his junior year in high school so Two of my two sons, my, my dog Coco Puffs, he's a Yorkie, <laughs> and uh, me working full time, managing a small business and a nonprofit. I would say I'm pretty busy, but I'm living a fulfilled life, a purpose driven life. Okay, so the next question is What has been my greatest business challenge? Ha! Okay, so let's just be real here. Um, it's going to be difficult. Anytime you are on uh, the side of, of, of creating a vision, right? Um, you're the entrepreneur. Um, you're the developer. Um, the biggest challenge, I would say, especially because I, I, I've just experienced it, is believing that it's possible. Believing that it's possible. That's the biggest hurdle. It's not externally, meaning that it's not the lack of resources tangibly because we live in America. America has so many resources available, so many resources. Your biggest challenge is going to be internally believing that it's possible. If you can get over that and get through that, you will be successful. That's as simple as that. You'll be successful. Okay, the next question. Um, Someone asked me, what is your business decision-making process? Before I answer that, I want to um, promote a book that I'm reading and suggest that you purchase this book uh, because I just believe that this book is um, a great tool for anybody who has a dream, right? Uh, It's by John C. Maxwell himself, and it's called, How Successful People Think. On page, um, well, actually there's no page number right now. I'm going to just read really quickly. It says, the right thought plus the right people in the right environment at the right time for the right reason, equals the right results. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) my process for uh, decision-making concerning my business has been by trial and error, okay? Um, Literally, there is no um, uh, carved out universal, um, successful map for entrepreneurs, for business owners. Um, there is just, it's not. It's all subjected to your experience. To It's tailored for your life. Um, I do believe that um, in order to be successful in business, you have to have some sort of discipline uh, within you. You have to be disciplined. For me, with managing so many different uh, things going on, I have set when 2015 started I'll just share this with you. Um right when 2015 when we entered into this new year I said, "Okay, Michelle. We have 7 days out of the week." I literally I looked at Sunday through Saturday and I carved out what each day would mean for me in terms of productivity, what would get me closer to the dream. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are my writing days because I'm working on a second book as well. (laughs) But those are my days where I write and I blocked out my time where no one can disturb me. And then I had certain days carved out for my nonprofit. And it just so you have to create your own formula that will speak to your success that you desire to attain and that you desire to live out. Right. So my decision making has much to do with the disciplined lifestyle that I decided to adopt as I managed all of these different areas in my life. you can't forget that you have other compartments in your life as well. It's called the will of life. you spin it it's like okay, you have the compartment of your family you don't want to neglect the people who are close to you that that keeps you healthy it keeps you vibrant when you have a carved out a part of your life to enjoy. The people who you love you know I think that that's healthy right you have your your social life your your financial life your spiritual life your your hobbies you know all these different things it requires discipline my decision making for my businesses are all embedded and wrapped around my disciplined lifestyle if I do not have like I have to have tasks before me. Because I'm a completer. I'm a finisher. Remember, I used to be an athlete. I had to see the goal, right? That's how I'm able to measure my success. Because I'm not the type of person that just sit around and just, you know, I just put it up here. No, you have to write it down. See the vision. Make it plain, people. (laughs) And then move towards it. If you have discipline and you write out your your, your task or, or your goals and hold yourself accountable, then you will be successful. I also created a vision board In my vision board. I, I took different magazines and I carved out and cut out different pictures and photos that represent where I see my life headed within the next two to three years. That vision board is what I see every morning when I wake up and I just profess out of my mouth that I will get there. You will too. All right. I'm at my final question. And the question is um, What advice do you have for someone wanting to start a business? Here is uh, the big answer. (laughs) Um, You know, business, um, to me, when you are uh, deciding that entrepreneurship is for you, um, it's going to require that you know your purpose. Because If you do not know your purpose, then I doubt that you're going to have the longevity uh, and the second wind that it's going to require uh, for you to um, work out the logistics of your dream, right? See, when you know your purpose, that's answering your big why in life, right? So when you know your why... It gives you that much more leverage to deal with the how. How are you going to get there? How are you going to get this? How are you going to get that? Who are you going to? It gives you that power because you have now filled in the blank of your why. So when you decide that you want to venture out and become a business owner, you have identified your why. And now your why speaks volumes to your, to your potential clients because you know who you're meant to serve. And you know what, what, what value and products or whatever it is that you, 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 you're dreaming, you know what you're bringing to the table. And it's all good. It's for the better. So if you're thinking about becoming a business owner, I challenge you first to examine your why. Why? that will give you the power to deal with your how. Because becoming a business owner is not easy. You're gonna receive no's, you're gonna receive rejection, but it doesn't matter. Because if you receive rejection, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting the vision at the time. But just because you receive a no, that doesn't mean that uh, uh, you're failure. Don't take it personally. It's just business. Some people are busy and some people just don't have the time to lend to you at this moment. They may not, they may not be a part of the beginning process. That doesn't mean that they're not going to be a part of the process in the end. Some people you have to turn into believers by the outcome of what they see. That's just how it works. So don't be discouraged if other people don't buy and invest into your dream right away. You keep moving forward. Remember I said in the beginning, you have to be your first investor. You have to. You have to labor in your dream. You have to. And I tell you, if you continue laboring in your dream, believing in your dream, you will not fail. You'll be successful. My name is Dr. Michelle Vaughn. Thank you for having me uh, to be a part of your class. I I feel like I'm inside of your class. I'm not inside of your class. (laughs) But thank you, Professor Jacob, uh, for inviting my voice uh, to lend to your students. Uh, Hope that you were able to glean from something that I've said. Um, I'm not a perfect person. Uh, I don't have all the answers. Uh, I'm not a millionaire yet, (laughs) but I am a woman who know her purpose. And I am going through my how at the moment. And it has been an honor to share my experience with you. I wish you nothing but the best. Go, Argosy. I don't know what that dream is that you have. I don't care how disappointing it might have been as you've been working toward that dream. But here's what I know, that that dream that you're holding in your mind that it's possible see sometimes we can't say i can do that but what we can say that it's possible that i can have my dream as we run toward it as we work on it day in and day out and most people don't work on their dreams why one is because of fear and that's why you'll never be what you want to be That's why you'll never have what you want to have! That's why you'll never accomplish what you all over the place! Success, guys, is a very, very lonely road, man. Along that road, you're not going to see too many friends. You see your shadow most often. You got trust in the heart of hearts. Inside what you're doing, what you believe in, is a worthy cause of winning with fights. I wish I could tell you you're tired. Go take a break. I wish I could tell you tired. Rest for a year. I wish I could tell you that that is gonna get easier. I wish I could tell you it's gonna get easier. I wish I could tell you that if you just keep going, it's gonna get lighter. The weight the weight is gonna get light. I wish I could tell you that when you get to the point where enough is enough, when you get to the point where it hurt real bad, when you get to the point. When it's over, when they're tired, when they're frustrated, when they're ready to give up, when they spent their last dime, that's when they get started. But what you cannot do is you cannot quit doing the process. You cannot give up because it ain't what you see. You cannot give up.